times. I know, but I feel like we had really good banter in the beginning there that we're now going to miss out on. But maybe that's just like mm. we're in the we're now we're in the mm. flow, you and me. And so it's yeah. like everybody, okay. everybody can just feel that we're we've been talking for five minutes. We've been doing some good jokes. So <clears throat> excuse me. So let me let me do the intro again. Okay. Um, you are currently listening to a beta edition, as Katie says, a beta max edition of a read max podcast. Title TBD, we're thinking about hear Max, maybe listen Max. I'm not sure either of those really work. Either way, um, this podcast, this test podcast, which no one, which is possible, will you will never hear another podcast from this newsletter ever again, is born out of two important things. The first is my own personal laziness. I'm in Maine this week and have no desire to sit down and write anything. The other thing is, Katie's laziness, because I asked her to write about the hottest new topic in tech, in tech, which is the meta incorporated app threads. And then I realized she would not write about it for me in a timely fashion because her life is too good right now. So I decided we were going to have a we were going to have a phone conversation or or a, I suppose a voice a, 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 a face a FaceTime conversation and discuss threads because Katie is kind of a celebrity there. Um, but before we get into that, I want to—I'm hoping that Katie—I'm—I'm I'm on Threads now, um, though I only was able to look at it for a brief moment before uh, I decided I didn't want to be doing that on my vacation. Um, so I'm hoping, Katie, you can describe to listeners—we're going to pretend they're babies who have no idea what the most interesting topics in tech are at any times. What is Threads? Hi, Max. Thanks so much for having me on this inaugural edition of Beta Max or Listen Max or Hear Max. I Wait, I, and I forgot you. once again, even though we did a second take, I didn't even do, I didn't even intro you. Oh, this is terrible. This is really unprofessional. But I think, I think readers might, and listeners might enjoy the slight lack of professionals. And I think I'm hoping they find it charming instead of if, embarrassing. Yeah. If there's one thing people love in a podcast, it's unprofessionalism. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what they like is when you take like three to five minutes to just actually get mm -hmm. to the thing while the hosts make yeah. funny jokes. But let me quickly, we're speaking with Katie Natopoulos, uh, a woman who I respect uh, when it comes to topics regarding the internet more than anybody else on the planet. Former senior writer at BuzzFeed News, uh, former host of the late lamented Internet Explorer podcast, most importantly, founder of one of the great blogs of our time. Sorry, I missed your party. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Katie Natopoulos. Max, thank you for having me. What mm -hmm. what a what a kind introduction. Um, so, Threads is uh, the new app from Instagram slash Meta. So it, it is. Like it's, it's built onto Instagram. It is not like, I mean, it's a separate app, but it's, um, it's not like meta launched a whole third new thing. Like it's part of the Instagram family rather than some completely different third thing, which I do think is like a, an important distinction that it's like, it's grafted onto Instagram. Right. So like you link your Instagram to it. People who had large Instagram followings will essentially transport those large Instagram followings over, which is why initially there's a lot of celebrities and stuff on there. The The general concept is that it's exactly like Twitter because it's like text. Um, it's a text feed, except that it's not Twitter. It's Instagram. It's an Instagram version of it. Um, why do you think it's, why is it, why is it connected to Instagram like that? Like what I don't, I, that's something I actually, I genuinely don't have like a strong understanding of, I guess just that Instagram is the last meta property that people have kind feeling towards basically. 
I have. I mean, I have a a handful of theories. Um, <laughs> some I think that like the the veracity of which may be in a varied order. Um, I mean, for one, it makes the sort of like onboarding sign up for new users extremely simple, which is how they've managed to get to a hundred million users in like five days or something mm-hmm. uh, because it's basically just leveraging the people who are already there. It's not asking right. them to like download some crazy new app that involves like an entire, like you don't have to make a new profile. I mean, like you do, but like your stuff is kind of already there. Yeah. You can your just import are... everything from your Instagram, yeah, your avatar, it's... your bio, all that stuff. And the the big advantage is that it's importing that friend graph from Instagram um, that like, you presumably you want to hear the thoughts of the people whose Instagram post you like. And, you know, whether those Instagram people are your friends and family or celebrities or influencers or some mix thereof, the mm-hmm. idea is that like you already like these people, you've chosen them, import them over, follow them. Um, and like, so they basically like, when you start, you don't have a blank feed. Um, it's it's basically, it's not starting from zero, right? Like right. It's, you're starting at the 25-yard line. Yeah. And um, the, the consequence of this, though, is that, like, well, there are many consequences. But one is just that it's, the, Twitter has a funny mix of personalities on it, right? When you go on, there's like a, there's like a bunch of weird camps of people. But Instagram has a very different mix of personalities. So you have a very different set of people or groups of people on threads than you did on Twitter. So even though, like, as an app, it's exactly the same. What we might call the culture, I'm doing air quotes, I'm, the culture of threads is already very different than than Twitter. Yeah, I, I will say that it feels, um, you know, even within a few short days, I think it only launched on uh, Thursday, July 6th, I want to say, like, you know, that just last week. Um, it, uh, you know, initially that first day is very, very heavy on, um, like celebrities. Um, and, and the, the important thing to note is that unlike Twitter, like currently there's only one feed and it's purely algorithmic. Um, you can't, there's no option to have a only people I follow feed. Right. They've been saying, um, Adam Asari, the, the head of Instagram has been saying, you know, that's in the works. It will come. They clearly, like, I think the other piece of this being grafted onto Instagram is that the, I think a large part of the technical backend is on Instagram, right? So okay. like they're using a lot of the robust features of like, like all the trust and safety blocking, muting, those features are all like built out already from Instagram. So like, Right. I think they were able to like get this running really quickly because they didn't have to, they, they were able to use a lot of the Instagram stuff already. Right. And what that means is, is it's like exactly the experience of it is exactly like Instagram where it's like current Instagram, where you, if you follow, you know, 10 people or whatever, you see all their threads and then you keep scrolling and without you even realizing it, you exit like people you actually follow. I'm doing it right now. And I went from like, I think I follow like you and Mike Isaac, the worst, the worst feed I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> and I get yeah, through you, you and Mike Isaac. It's you, <laughs> Mike Isaac, and John Herman. It's like truly, I couldn't have constructed a worse feed. Luckily for me, I get through you, Mike, and John's threads, and then I hit a bunch of essentially just shitty meme accounts and mm. Sports Center, basically, which is sort of right. what my Insta- this is like what my Instagram looks like more or less. It's like baseball mm-hmm. highlights and and meme accounts. Um, it's not a, yeah. for me personally, not a great experience. I don't love it. I don't like it. I do think if you uh, use it a little more, follow some more people, uh, you will, your experience will improve. 
Okay. Um, but so the the first day, it was very it was very celebrity heavy, and it was this really interesting thing of like all these celebrities who have they quit Twitter years ago, right? Yeah. Like celebrities determined like I don't know in like what twenty sixteen that like it was more of a liability to be on Twitter than yeah. it was uh, any reward in terms of like promotion or that, that sort of ability. And I mean, it like, was like, it was like an opportunity to just show your ass or get yelled at by people who hate you basically. Right. Exactly. So all the um, celebrities who stayed became insane transphobes, either became like insane transphobes or like just hired somebody and just became like George Takei just became a meme account basically. Like that's the well, only he became a meme account on Facebook that's true on Facebook, years right. years ago like that that was he was a real groundbreaking I will say he was groundbreaking in terms of like he's like I'm just gonna hire a team to make me a meme account I know I um, bet he's making more money off that than he ever did off of Star oh Trek. he absolutely is like that's it's so it's uh but I think that that actually probably I mean that was a real like 2012 to 2015 Sorry, right. version thing um, yeah I'm, I'm getting he, my dates wrong he suffered the same uh, decline of Facebook collapse that other, you know, legitimate media outlets did. <laughs> but, um, but he's ba- It's funny because now he's back on Threads. I'm seeing a lot of George Takei posts mm-hmm. um, on. Threads. It feels like he's- a George Takei kind of a place, frankly. Yeah, it's like he's posting like memes. I mean, it's like he's not doing it, right, like right. the people right. But so but sorry. Like- so you were saying that all the celebrities, celebrities left Twitter in 2016, which oh, is oh yeah. So like like, and they're all on Instagram. So like that first day, and I think this is a mix of like. Um, Instagram was doing like celebrity outreach like they have a whole team that like handles celebrities and like helps them and I think those people were like had in advance of the launch had been reaching out to them to be like you got to get on threads like da, da, da. so like you're seeing weird posts from people who never ever tweeted in a long time like JLo um, right. Roger Federer right, right. like um, Shakira like people who are like massive celebrities with huge 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 instagram followings Paris wait Hilton. sorry can i just for, for the sake of for the sake of our listeners i'm going to read a couple j-lo threads here's the most recent one okay monday morning thread i learned recently that hummingbirds flap their wings in a figure eight motion which represents infinity what's something you've learned recently that has stuck with you then a bunch of pics of her face i'm a firm believer that true love exists and forever is real what mantras do you live by? So what I'm noticing about a lot of these, and I think this is true of like all the celebrities, is that they all end in question marks. They're all they're engagement babies. It's just like shit you post to yeah. get a bunch of dummies in your replies answering the question that you don't care about the answers to the question. You just want other people, a lot of people to reply. So a lot of people see your posts. So a lot of people follow you. Correct. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that's happening across all the celebrity accounts, all the meme accounts is that there is like, intense engagement like it's a land grab right now right like it's like um obviously like if you're j-lo and you had a you know tens of i mean i don't even have a sense of scale of how many hundreds of millions of fans she had on instagram like a large portion of those will port over right? right but also like because it's only an algorithmic feed right now you have a very good chance of getting in front of anyone's eyeballs if you get sort of like enough engagement juice so there's just tons of this like engagement bait stuff going on of like right. open-ended questions um and, yeah you know, so I sorry just for for, for scale are... for scale sake jlo has 250 million followers on instagram and 3 million followers on threads so most of her followers haven't ported over to threads yet but she's obviously able to get a bunch just by being jlo but also by doing what she's doing right now Right. And I don't 
I'm trying to, how many users does Instagram have? A billion? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Let's, it's a podcast. Nobody's so, ever like, they have a hundred million it. threads. So it's like 10% of that base. I mean, like, yeah, you know, she's got to work to get it up to <laughs> get it up. Um, wait, I so we're like saying, so it, it's a land grab. So what kind of, so like who, like you and I were talking about this before and I thought you had an interesting theory about this. So who are the celebrities who are on threads trying to make this, trying to make threads happen basically? So I have this theory that those kind of celebrities who had quit Twitter long ago, but are maybe like, they're not quite TikTok celebrity, but like someone like a J-Lo or Paris Hilton that like are kind of stuck in the Instagram era. I mean, like those people also skew slightly older, but even like, I mean, there's just like a lot of celebrities who are just not like TikTok celebrities because that's its own special skill set too. Like you have to be like, funny and weird and like me you know like really authentic on tiktok in a way that like other than like will smith i don't think any like mainstream celebrity has really like off the top of my head i mean there's probably others but um you know like the kardashians aren't really big on tiktok for example like they're very much instagram celebrities um and i think that those people probably know that instagram is sort of declining they can you know people who have made a lot of money and are very attuned to these social things can tell that instagram is like the winds are changing yeah um and so if there's a new platform especially if it's like going to be more tied to their instagram even if like text is not their like best format they're like yeah let's pump it. Let's go. Like got to cling to this. Like it's, they're seeing this as sort of like a life raft off of Instagram or to keep the Instagram juice going because otherwise they're going to fade into irrelevance um, when TikTok takes over everything. Right. Which is, which is also funny because like anybody from the outside, anybody like us who has used all these platforms uh, too much and knows them well, knows that like a text-based platform, something like Twitter this is not what it's for. It's not what it's good for. It's not what people are going to be interested in. It's not going to supplant TikTok. It's not the next new thing. That what it's for, like meme accounts and politics and news, which is also something that like Adam Masseri has explicitly said they don't really want politics and news on this. Like mm-hmm. I think he said that to um, to his telling Casey Newton, Kevin Roosis on on Hard Fork that like they they they're leaning into the celebrities, the meme accounts, the funny, all that stuff. And I mean, from my perspective, that's just an insane strategy because nobody wants to read text. Like, but take it from me, somebody who produces text for a living. Like, they want short, little, yeah. funny videos. Like, these celebrities would be spent, they'd be a lot better off, like, learning how to get good at TikTok than they would be trying to come up with, like, open-ended questions about your favorite mantra in order to become successful on threads. Well, but, you know, it's also like, okay, so... um, you know, if you think of like a guinea pig, right? Like that's not that exciting of a pet. It doesn't do that many tricks like compared to, Mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, you know, a polar bear, right? Like a polar bear is pretty majestic. It's pretty awesome. On the other hand, like there's a reason that people don't want to own polar bears and that there's a lot more (laughs) guinea pigs as pets out there, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. running, running, Running a tech site that focuses on news and politics is a real fucking headache, right? Like, yeah. they don't want that. They don't want a polar bear. <laughs> no, they prefer the a thing. guinea pig. <laughs> it might be a little bit less fun, but it's sure a lot less work. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, I get, I mean, certainly like Facebook definitely, I'm sure 
institutionally inside Facebook, there is like a like a every t- every meeting they have, they have to end with like, is this going to get is this going to involve politics in some way? Is this going to get people mad at us like they were mad at us in 2016? And how do we avoid that that thing? Um, yeah, they do not want that. It's a hassle. It like yeah. it. I mean, not only is it like makes people mad at them, but it like becomes a huge investment of like resources for them too. Like, yeah. you know, they, they always do every like election cycle in the past, you know, couple ones they've done like a tour inside our like moderation war room. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they like invest all this stuff and like, we're fighting that misinformation. Um, right. And it's like, you know, that's a, it's a huge pain in the butt for them. So like, yeah. I get it. If you're running a, business that you want to be successful you don't want to have to invest in this stuff yeah like, I can and plus it's why. right it's so much um, like i, I can see them that... i can see them saying like the worst headline possible for them is misinformation on threads like election misinformation on threads even though realistically like that's not a real story nobody fucking cares threads is not gonna but like i can see inside facebook the institutional imperative being like do not have any headlines about misinformation on threads. So they're pumping all this, all these resources into like, how can we get JLo to say some dumb bullshit about humming, hummingbirds on here? Because we'll never get in trouble for that because it has nothing to do with the stuff that we're scared of. Right. Like they don't want the next January 6th to be coordinated on yeah, threads. Exactly. You know, like that's, and then like Adam Masari has to get hauled in front of Congress again and yelled at about it or whatever. Like they right. don't want that. Um, and like, and they don't have to, they don't have to spend a bunch to make sure that threads isn't causing like genocide in like Madagascar or something, um, where they all of a sudden have to buy a ton of new moderators. Like, you know, I, I, so like, I, you know, I get it, but I think it is like, I don't know what, what is, you know, essentially Twitter, but not, um, without news and politics, because that is what so many people have found useful for, um, you know, I, I think that there's like, we'll see. I, I, it's hard to yeah. predict what that will exactly look like. I will say that like, even after a few days, like the celebrity stuff has toned down. I followed more people that like, I know and like, so my feed is starting to look a little bit more like useful. It's starting to look a little bit more like mm. it did at some point on Twitter where it's like accounts that I know are sharing interesting right. things. Um, I mean, I, I find... You know, but I will say I had to like work yeah. to do that. Like I had to, it, they don't currently make it very easy to find people either. I, again, I think all these are like features that will roll out. They're just, you know, it will become easier to find the people you like more than it is now. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's, a, that's a fine, let's just say that's a fine transition moment to talk about uh, misinformation and politics that you caused on threads this weekend. <laughs> Can you describe to me what you did when you signed up for threads? Um, so when I signed up for threads, kind of like everyone else, including like celebrities kind of, you know, first post was like, what is this thing? Is it, you know? Um, and then uh, I think <laughs> a few hours after that, I was like, uh, I, you know, I, I couldn't tell you the thought process that went through this other than I just thought it was a funny bit. I, <laughs> I posted like... <laughs> I'm the new editor, you know, proud to announce that I'm the new editor in chief of threads. Like (laughs) so excited to be working with at Zuck and at Masari, like let's go. And like thread emoji, rocket emoji. Um, And I was like, that's a funny bit. Right. Cause I'm like, I'm figuring like, I don't know my like, 
my buddies on here who maybe had followed me on Instagram or Twitter or know me in real life, like know that I was recently laid off on my job at BuzzFeed News when uh, the newsroom shut down. Um, it's kind of funny because it seems highly unlikely that I would take a job as the editor in chief of threads, um, based on, you know, uh, uh, you know, a, a bunch of reasons. Um, and also, I mean, like, I also thought it was sort of this funny joke of like the idea of there being an editor in chief of threads is just sort of inherently funny. It feels very like 2015, um, <laughs> like when like every app was hiring like, an, an editor in chief. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, I'm the editor in chief of Seamless or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and I was like, but that's just something that kind of isn't happening like now. Like, I don't think that threads is going to hire an editor in chief or whatever, mm, um, no. especially since they have sort of explicitly mentioned that they don't really want to be involved in news. Like Facebook has had this weird history of like hiring news people. They had, um, I can't remember the, the, the person for a long time. It was sort of like a TV news person who they had as sort of, oh, like, yeah. head of um, news for Meta for a while. Uh, yeah. Um, who was it? I can't remember. And, and so did Snapchat. Like, Snapchat had some guy for yeah. Peter Hamby. Peter Hamby was a Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, but that's, it feels very like 2015, like I said, like that, I don't just, I don't anticipate it's also, that it's happening like so again obvious. on threads. Right. It's for exactly the reasons we were just talking about where it's like, Facebook does not want you to think of threads as like a publishing endeavor. They want it to be a place for celebrities to post bullshit basically. So the idea, anyway, I, it was all a way to agree with you to say, yes, it is hilarious. And yet, and yet, so you didn't think anyone would ever believe that you were the editor in chief of, for threads and yet. And yeah, and so I made a bunch of, you know, I, I, I did that night, the next morning I woke up and I did a bunch of uh, sort of a jokey posts in this sort of like overly cheerful tone of like, so excited to be working here at Threads. Um, you know, something like Gary V, who, uh, if you're unfamiliar mm -hmm. with him, he's sort of this, um, he's like a, a viral guy who talks about like finance kind of stuff, like hustle bro kind of stuff. I don't, whatever. He had... He had joined, I, you know, I uh, quote posted him and was like, oh my God, the legendary Gary V is on here. So <laughs> proud. <laughs> um, and like, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to wait. That can anyone... I, do you mind if I read, can I read some of your, some of your, some of your threads posts, the editor in chief? Please posts? go ahead, Max. Um, okay. So, uh, so first of all, you're using a lot of um, emoji here. So for example, yeah. Um, Here's one where you're quote, quote, threading Mark Zuckerberg, who says, our approach will be the same as all other products, make the product work well first, blah, blah, blah. And you just quote fed him to say, you got it, boss, and three salute emojis. Um, there's a lot of, this is a great idea with quote threads. <laughs> you are quoting some really unfunny corporate communications and calling them too funny. Um, here's, I'm going to read the actual quote, the Gary V thread. Wow. We have the legendary Gary V on threads. So proud of my threads team. Uh, emotional emoji. Let's go. Threads emoji. Bicep emoji. Rocket ship emoji. Um, it is. I, I can't tell you how how unfunny it is when we're describing it in a podcast. So I'm really I'm really hoping that nobody's listening to this. But it's so funny to me to be reading these on on the threads app itself. Uh, the, the one that I the one that I like the most I think is um, your the thread. This is this is the 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 best. Sorry, this is the best one you did. One thing I'm loving is how funny brands are on here. Four exclamation points. You guys are killing it. 
That seemed like, to me, that was my entire experience of Threads, was a bunch of brands trying to be funny. And then there you were, just supporting them in their in their endeavor. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, I mean, there has been a lot of, like, you know, the IHOP account. Like, it's very, like, it, it, it's kind of like that 2015 Twitter thing where it was, mm-hmm. like, brand saying bay, that whole thing. Um, we're having a really voicey, like, meme uh, brand account for like steakums or whatever is mm-hmm. you know was it was a big trend <laughs> yeah um, i feel like that that did sort of die out i think especially i mean especially in the last year as brands have largely been like we don't want to be on this yeah, site at all for twitter um, um but wait i think it's been deleted but i wanted to read the most important message you sent can you tell me what that message was sure so um i, I i'm sure i can find it uh, the actual wording somewhere um so then uh <laughs> Somebody, somebody uh, replied to me. Um, uh, will will you allow Nazis on this site? Um, and you know, which the thing here is that that's like a legitimate question, right? Because frankly, hey, some people, sites allow Nazis. Yeah, um, you know. Uh, People have been burned by and, and are understandably frustrated by platforms like Meta and Twitter being very lax in their moderation policies. You know, maybe maybe less so now, especially with Meta, but um, certainly the sort of resurgence of uh, extremist content or un- unpleasant Nazi-esque content on uh, Elon Musk's mm-hmm. Twitter. You know, right. reasonable question, right? Um, yeah. And I, it's I also, it's know. also, but let's also be fair. It's also a, a, the kind of annoying. There's always like on social networks, and I, I don't. You don't have to in, endorse this thought of mine, but there's always like annoying people whose first question is always like, "What's the harassment and hate speech policy?" Maybe I'm being too harsh here. They're not annoying. They're well intentioned, but it's also like it's been like six hours. Like, like, can't you just be cool for a second instead of like immediately just turning this into another shouting match about this stuff? Maybe I'll edit this out. Maybe I'm going to regret saying this. I love you. If you're that kind of person, I love you. Please continue subscribing to Read Max. What I do think that is uh, sort of what we were speaking earliest about is one of the advantages of it being grafted onto the Instagram platform is as as far as I understand it, they're just essential. They're using exactly the same Instagram uh, content moderation and, you know, whatever the the, whatever they call content guidelines kind of stuff. So anything that's not allowed on Instagram is not allowed on, you know, there's no new policy or whatever. Um, I mean, it's, I, you know, and honestly, I don't know whether or not the person asking me this question knew it was a joke or not. I I could, (laughs) I think it could have gone either way. Um, And so I responded, I quote tweeted and I said, here at Threads, we expect everyone to be kind and respectful to others. That includes respecting the choice to live a Nazi lifestyle. We welcome, <laughs> we welcome everyone with the smiley face, with the hearts around it. Um, <laughs> and I had this moment of hesitation where I was like, is this like a little too much? And I was like, no, this is like very, like, it's clearly a joke. And it's also like, it's a good joke <laughs> like, because the joke is not like, I was like, could this be perceived as like a Nazi joke? Which like lots of people have since perceived it as like a, that's a Nazi joke and you should never joke about Nazis. Like Nazi yeah. jokes are not funny. And I'm so like, it sounds like it was perceived. It was able to be perceived as a Nazi so, joke. Unfortunately. Well, I, I think that that would be, I would argue 
that this joke is a joke about the uh, the failings of <laughs> I agree. It was a highly. It was. A, I thought it was highly sophisticated. Sophisticated satire. I mean, right. as it's sophisticated like, as threads can get. It's a joke about you know how Elon Musk says. You know, it's a joke about people who are moderating platforms saying, well, you know, we're just trying to have free speech and, and you know, respectful conversations. We want everyone to feel, well, you know, you might not mm-hmm. agree on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, and I think that people were really frustrated with the new version of Elon Musk's Twitter when he, you know, made a bunch of noise about that, about like allowing people. Who yeah, we got to let the Nazis on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like or the like, you know, the libs of TikTok stuff like, hey, got to hear both sides. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not going to limit someone just for having an opinion about this stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of, you know, it's a joke about that. It's not like it's not a. It's not like saying I love Hitler, haha. Just kidding, right? No, it's not um, quite it, like that. It's not quite like that. <laughs> um, but uh, but so you know, a bunch of people thought it was fake and thought it was very very funny, and a bunch of people thought it was real and got really upset, and they were like <laughs> upset with Threads, and they were like, I can't believe this. I'm I'm quitting Threads. I'm mad. A lot of people were mad at. I mean, it was sort of a weird mixed bag because some people were like disgusted by threads and then some people were mad just at me and then i think some people thought it was real and then found out it was a joke and then got even more mad and i think that's a case <laughs> where like they were mad because they got fooled and like oh I, yeah I, I we've all been that. there like, we've all no been, there. We've all been fooled. fooled and you get mad and you say oh, that's not a good joke because you yeah, got it's, fooled. it's it's bad satire because i didn't you know because <laughs> um, i didn't get it <laughs> right and you know i get i i get it and it's sort of like you know, I assume that anyone who had like followed my tweets would have known it was a joke. But obviously right. what happened here is that like it went into the threads ecosystem in a way that was much outside that bubble. And it's like, I'm not like, you know, there's lots of people who would, saw this and had no reason to un- like imagine that I was joking, that I was in fact the editor in chief of threads. Like, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I feel like it's kind of one of those things of like, if I trick you by saying like, "Hey, hey, Max, I had um, I had uh, pancakes for breakfast," and you're like, "Oh, okay," and then I'm like, "Psych, you idiot! I had eggs." <laughs> like, <laughs> why, why would you think I was lying? Like, that seems like a reasonable lie. Like, this is a case of like, to someone, you know, to many people who may have not understood the joke, there it just seemed like a lie, not a joke. Um, but uh, you know, they were. There was a mixed reaction, and I will say, and eventually, <laughs> eventually, <laughs> that tweet was removed. Um, it was it hit the Instagram, you know, content guidelines of supporting extremist groups. Mm-hmm. So, like, it essentially was say, you know, it was deleted based on the idea that I was supporting uh, Nazis, um, which is. <laughs> funny for a a lot of reasons um but one thing that i found really interesting about the experience was that a a key feature that does not exist on threads is you can repost or they call it you know essentially the retweet or or quote treat but you don't see that following count and you don't get notifications about it Mm -hmm. so you don't know when you have something like this post um that went viral I right. couldn't really. I could see I was getting a lot of re- replies to it, but I could not see how it was spreading. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that's like a very interesting, weird dynamic when you're trying to figure out a piece of content that's like very specifically like this. Like if you've ever had something that goes weirdly viral on Twitter and you're like, huh, what's going on there? Usually you can kind of figure it out by like, oh, well, I see that this one really big account retweeted it. And so, right, exactly. Yeah. You know, a, a, we're a like, CNN oh, anchor retweeted it and that did, you just got screwed because all of their idiot followers are now in your, in your reply. Right. Like, especially when something, especially when you get like a tweet that like gets into a different bubble sort of like a different world. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you make like a sports tweet that's like tennis is stupid and then all of a sudden it gets retweeted into like the tennis fandom or whatever. And like all of a sudden like a thousand pitcher people with like, you know, a tennis ball emoji are like, fuck you, man. <laughs> like you'd be like, what the hell's going on? Um, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Um, but you would probably be able to figure it out, right? Like right. you, or that you would see like, oh, there was a quote tweet from somebody and that quote tweet went really viral. But you cannot right. figure that out on threads, which is an interesting yeah. dynamic of trying yeah. to like, yeah, you can't tra- you can't like trace like where 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 it all went wrong for you. It just it just goes wrong, and you're and that's that, right? And you can't even totally figure out like how successful like it becomes that likes are the only metric for success. Which um, I mean, I'd, I'd like to I like to give myself the credit here of believing that I am the first person to be ratioed on threads. Wow. I didn't even think of that. That's I'm sure you were. Congratulations. Hey, congratulations. That's huge. I, that's, that's congratulations to you. Um, and I, um, but it was sort of, it's a little tricky because it's like without that retweet count, I don't totally know. I do know that I got more replies than I did likes, which mm-hmm. I, you know, that, is that's essentially a, I think for ratio. threads, that's a ratio. Yeah. That's definitely. But I can so, also tell that like screenshots of it were going around and I don't know where the screenshots exact, because there's also no, currently no search function. So you can't like, um, so it was a really like interesting thing of like, oh, I'm very curious about how this is spreading, but I cannot figure that out. Right. Um, that's a, that's like a, that's, that's feels so much more like Facebook or like Instagram than like Twitter, which, which Twitter was not like super transparent about that kind of thing, but you could usually, like you're saying, you could reverse engineer it. You had a little bit of transparency about how things were spreading, but Facebook and Instagram are so much, they're, they're, they're black boxes on a, on a whole different level. And it's much harder to figure out where stuff originated, how to find it. Like Twitter had the worst, a really bad search function, but the worst search function is on it, on Facebook. Like you can't find anything on Facebook. Yeah, um, yeah. And I feel I, it doesn't surprise me that Threads is going the same direction. I did want to. I want to. I want to round out this story. Um, so you you did this, and of course people started googling you. So now when you Google Katie Natopoulos Threads, you have the distinction of having your name in the head titles of a huge number of um, spam blogs that are aiming for SEO hits. Sports Kita, The Economic <laughs> Times, Average Being, um, The Sports Grail. Uh, India Times. Oh no, that's not uh, India Times. is a real is a real outlet. Um, and uh, and and you've got you're at the very top with Dexerto, which is like about as close to a, a real news outlet as you get in in like the insane world of um, of dumb YouTube bullshit. So that's 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 pretty good. But hold on, I want to I want to finish this story. I want you to tell me who texted you yesterday. Oh, um, well, it was I got a DM on. Um... Uh, on Twitter uh, from a 
unnamed Facebook executive who was uh, said that they had gotten a lot of inquiries about whether or not I actually worked there, and like that wasn't found it this, very funny. This is that's really good, but that's not even what I was asking about. I was oh. asking about your mom texting you to oh, say, sorry. "Please, con- please." I'm going to read it because you sent me this screenshot. Your mom, <laughs> please call us tonight. Period. I am alarmed by what you're doing on Threads. Period. <laughs> That was, I have to say, I, that, oh God, actually, I, I didn't end up calling her that night. I had to call her today. <laughs> um, but um, I felt, a, I love my mom so much. And my, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my mom is very supportive of, of me. And, um, you know, and, you know, she's a retired boomer. She's not on any social media. She's never joined um, Facebook or Instagram. She's resisted the siren song of the, the boomer Facebook. Um <laughs> But so I think she has I think she has um, like a Google alert for my name. And I think all those SEO sites showed up as the Google alert. Like there's no way she saw threads. Um, so, <laughs> so Why is sports keto writing about you? <laughs> <laughs> or that like writing about like my controversial Nazi yeah. tweet. Nazi tweet um, controversy. And I had to be like, mom, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Um, it's not real. Uh, um, well, so so uh, where uh, where can listeners find you on Threads? You're at Katie Natopoulos. Yeah, hit me up on Threads. Um, and on Twitter, you're at Katie Natopoulos. And uh, yeah, and and, um, and you are available yeah. for freelance and any kind of work. <laughs> Do you want? Can, can I can I plug can I plug you as needing a job or is that going to be too embarrassing? On a, oh on a no, go ahead. Like yeah, Katie I Katie needs a job. If top editors in chief are listening to this podcast, I can't think of anyone better. If you need somebody to infiltrate threads as the Nazi editor in chief, obviously she's your person. Well, the the irony is like I would have never done this if I like. Had a job, had a job. <laughs> um, and not only because it probably would have been like sort of a bad idea, but I literally, as I was doing it, I was like, "Oh, like it's so weird because normally I would be writing about this. Like this would yeah. be, oh, I'd be like all hands on deck covering the launch of Threads. Like this is huge news in the tech world and social media. This is very squarely within what I would cover. But I didn't have to do that. So instead, I like had all this time on my hands and like energy to like fuck around." <laughs> Yeah, well, this is why we need full employment. This is why it's exactly. really important. I need to be saved from right myself well. is, is really <laughs> the, uh, the issue. Okay, well, Katie, thank you for being the inaugural guest on the Read Max, the beta, the beta episodes of the Read Max podcast. Um, I, hope, uh, I hope you had a good time and I hope listeners had a good time. Um, I had a wonderful time, Max. I hope wow. you do uh, more of these. And I hope that you join Threads. And, uh, you know, I I have to say, I miss your voice on Twitter. And I have, because <laughs> I know you've sort of been off it for a long time. But maybe, maybe Threads is where you can, you know, wow. regain that... Uh, much uh, to ponder. Sardonic and amusing <laughs> classic Max Reed voice that uh, we all wow. used to appreciate so much. Much to ponder. Okay, thank mm. you, Katie. All right. <laughs>